All right, so today on I Had to Say It, I'm going to rant and rave and complain about something that's becoming more prevalent in our society, and it's something I take issue with for a variety of reasons, which I will be more than happy to lay out for you so you can hear where I'm coming from and understand what I'm saying before you decide to start calling me a jerk or insensitive or whatever other, you know, things my non-PC behavior are going to evoke. But today I want to talk about trigger warnings. I... I don't get it. I mean, I, I do. I understand that sometimes people go through some genuinely horrendous shit. It's, it's part of life. It's not a good thing, but, you know, cycle of life, circle of life, na- nature, it happens. Terrible things happen. My problem comes with this whole concept that we have somehow agreed that needs to be put in place of tagging things with these little warning labels like, you know, this may trigger your your PTSD from that time somebody took your lunch money in third grade. And the, the hang-up I have on this particular issue isn't necessarily that we're warning people about, you know, potentially offensive or dangerous or difficult content. My problem is it is so massively over-applied and randomized. And have we honestly as a race gotten to be so bad and in this I'm referring to the human race don't anybody go getting all bent out of shape like oh well what's he talking about he's talking about you know is it now to be honest these this generally seems to be applying to you know the 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 I don't know how else to put it the snowflake college kid generation I I don't there's a reason people refer to overly sensitive individuals as snowflakes they're delicate they're 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 you know easily ruined and they don't hold up very well and the problem is if you get too many of them in one place at one time you can have a huge amount of destruction because they have no control once they get over a certain number that's the side of snowflakes nobody ever thinks about you get enough snowflakes together you have an avalanche and shit gets ruined and you know avalanches are forces of nature they don't act with any kind of discretion or thought or consideration for what's going on. They just rampage and destroy. And unfortunately, that seems to tie into the snowflake mentality, too. You get enough of these overly sensitive individuals in a crowd together, and it's, it's an extremely loaded situation. They don't think. It's not logic. It's all feelings and reactions and emoting. And there is no consideration involved. It becomes... You know, our moral outrage trumps everything else around us because it's more important. And, oh, I just, I just said Trump. That's a trigger word because of the orange Cheeto guy. No, you know what? That's an actual legit word out of the dictionary. But somebody will get bent out of shape because I mentioned the Cheeto's name in, out of, and they'll take it out of context. And it's ridiculous. And, again, I've heard the term applied to people. I don't think it really fits. I've heard... You know, pe- referring to somebody that is socially conscious as a snowflake is a, a little overreaching. Referring to somebody that needs a safe space because somebody said the word lunch money and it triggered them flashing back to third grade when somebody shoved their head in a toilet and took their dollar their fifty for their milk money is a little excessive. It's, it's really got... And I don't understand why we're encouraging people's complete lack of the ability to deal with these things conflict is never going to go away 
It would be great if we lived in a world where there was no conflict, but it's never going to happen. Not in our lifetimes, and we're not going to get to that point by making all these things taboo and saying, you know, if there's some offensive content in there, it's one thing to have an offensive content warning. It's, but like I said, these trigger warnings saying, oh, well, you know, if you feel strongly about this, this will upset you. You should be able to tell before you really get too deep down the rabbit hole whether or not something's going to, gonna, you know, be an issue for you. And my problem, it stems more from what seems to be people's lack of an ability to cope. We, we as a society, instead of teaching people coping skills and how to deal with the shitty things that have happened to them and could potentially... I'm, I'm hearing of, you know, stories from other people about more or less kids these days, you know, college-age individuals, late teens to early 20s, and um, this may be me being an old man again, you know, the, hey, get off my lawn. But unfortunately, I, as much as I hate to single any one group out for a particular issue, that does college-age white kids are the primary ones who show these traits. Maybe... Uh, there's a lot of it's the everybody got a trophy generation it's the participation's good enough and those those may be symptoms of the scenario but the actual problem is so much more grandiose than than you can sum up in and these little stereotypical attributes that unfortunately seem to fit most of these kids and ultimately it, that's what it is it's a lack of coping skills and yeah things suck things need to be changed without going into a far overreaching rant about everything that needs to change in the world because believe me there are many many episodes worth of material and things that I think need to be fixed but this is one of those things you can't keep telling these kids it's okay to be messed up by all this stuff we'll keep you safe from it what you need to tell them is it's okay to be messed up by this stuff but you need to be able to deal with it it is not society's responsibility to shield you from life. It is your responsibility. It's part of growing up to learn how to deal with the factors around you. If you have a problem, if you have an issue and it's traumatic to you, you need to use that trauma and learn to deal with that trauma and how you are going to handle it. You can't expect the world to walk around on tenderhooks to keep your feelings safe. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. It's... It's been, you know, there are so many touchpoint memes out there that I could point at and say, I mean, the, the, I, the perfect one is when Hillary lost the election in 2016, and then there was so much footage of these white, ultra-liberal, you know, they were so convinced that they were going to win because they had to win. They had the moral high ground because they said so. And they're the vocal minority. And the problem with being the vocal minority is you don't realize you're still the minority. It doesn't matter how much noise you make at the end of the day. If you're outnumbered 3-1 to one or 5-1 to one or whatever the actual numbers turned out to be, you're still the minority. And 
we've got all these kids complaining about their liberties and their freedoms and the things that are going to set them off are the list just grows every day and it's become so minute and and they're constantly saying how they don't think they're being treated fairly and they're not they want to be they're they're adults and we need to treat them like adults the problem is they don't know how to act like adults they don't know how to act like responsible grown-ups they need to be protected they need to be sheltered but they still somehow think they know better than everybody else and and they're entitled to this protection of this may upset you so badly that you shouldn't even have to confront the possibility of being offended these kids are so bad at dealing with stress with negativity with failure they don't know how to deal with losing and and it shows because when when they are confronted with adversity they can't function and they have to shut down and they the only way they know how to deal with these things is to avoid the conflict in the first place and these kids who don't have any coping skills and cannot deal they fall apart at the first sign of any kind of difficulty or objectionable item in their mind and they want to tell the rest of the world how to stay the right course it's a matter of if you never test the iron you never know if it's there's any strength in it and you can't build or grow by adverse by avoiding everything it's i mean just like everything else it's like a muscle if you don't work it out it doesn't grow and develop it atrophies in it and it becomes weak and that's how these kids coping skills are they completely lack the ability to deal with anything that's negative or contrary to what they think and what they believe and they're so strongly convinced in the in the rightness and the upstanding fortitude behind what they believe that they think everyone else should you know allow them to have their beliefs but has to follow their beliefs and it's gotten to the point where we are enforcing those beliefs on onto everyone and it's 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 being done without you know any legitimate legal standing it's more of a social we don't want to hear them whining so let's just indulge them and unfortunately that's the attitude that got this whole problem started in the first place i mean there's you can really kind of tell where that generation that didn't get their ass whipped when they did something wrong starts and unfortunately they're getting to be in positions where they are now out in the real world as adults that have no coping skills that are not used to being told no that are not used to being told it's not your way and that's too bad and at this point realistically we're all complicit in this behavior we're allowing these things to happen and I don't want to go off sounding like one of the tinfoil hat crowd, but there's a reason why it's being encouraged and pushed by certain groups. And it's not because it's for the good of the greater amount of people. No one is benefiting by adults going out into the real world and not being able to function. When you need to be protected, when you need to be sheltered, when you need to be taken care of, you put all the control and all the power and all the authority in the hands of the people who can. It's absolutely ridiculous to me that that we're embracing this and giving them mechanisms to enable it. Why are we saying, okay, you can have your trigger warnings, instead of saying, yeah, here's some really awful stuff. Here's how you learn to deal with it and move on with your life as an adult. 
You don't get to go in a quiet room and have a few minutes to yourself to compose yourself. In the real world, you don't get to stop and take a time out because you're upset unless it's a really extreme circumstance. If you're at work and somebody said something that sets you off, it's real unlikely your boss is going to be like, oh, no, that's okay. Take all the time you need. Go compose yourself. And why are we putting safe spaces in colleges where we are supposed to be shaping children into young adults and instead you're keeping them and making them older, fatter children? I mean, personally, I'm a parent. I wanted my kid to grow up to be happy and you know, successful and content with the way his life worked out. And I think he was better served by me saying, yeah, things happen and here's how you learn how to deal with it. Instead of saying, oh, no, that's all right, buddy. Here, let me cover you and keep you safe. I understand you love your kids. You want to do the best you can for them. You want to shelter them. You want to keep them safe. But you have to walk that line. Keep them safe from the major, dangerous, horrible things by all means. I mean, I would lay down my life for my kid if it was what was necessary to keep him safe. I, however, am not going to sit there and say, your emotional well-being trumps reality. You want, you want to do the best thing possible for your kid, teach your kid to cope. Teach your kid that things are not always going to fall their way. And if they want something in life and it doesn't just work out that way, they're going to have to work for it. You can't tell them, oh, well, you know, every little thing that comes along, you know, embrace your emotions. And and I'm not saying you shouldn't embrace your emotions, but you can't let them trump you. You can't let them overtake everything else. You cannot be so emotional that you cease to function because the rest of the world does not care. If you look at nature in a purely objective standpoint, feelings don't stop anything. And as a, as a species, as a race, as a group, humanity cannot allow this hindrance to keep going on because there are people out there in this world who are not raised that way, who are not taught that way. And you know what? They're the ones making policy. They're the ones running the show. Because realistically, when you can't cope with adversity, all they have to do is make it look like they're serving the interest you want instead of what's actually in your best interest and you will sing in your chains for the rest of your life because you you are so emotionally fragile that you can't take the fact that there might be some conflict between your goals and where you are and it realistically we they deserve better we owe them better and we have to do better for our kids and for society in general If we ever want to get ahead, we got to grow up. And that's what I had to say.